think I'm literally about to buy the game. Uh, You're buy the game live on the show. I think we've yeah. all had moments where we've bought games live on the show. Hey, that's a that'd Felix be, that'd be thing. That'd be fun to like. That's a Felix move indeed. That's a Felix thing. But I feel yeah. like I've done it too. No, I did. I did. Uh, there was one. Oh god, this is so long ago. But it'd be fun to like find these clips and like put them into some kind of massive collection. <laughs> but it'd be so hard to root through. But I think there was a show where Snacks the Cat was on talking about Neo, and then I bought Neo on Amazon I think you did. I as he was that. describing, yeah. as he was talking about it. Like Neo, like now. the Souls like game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Okay. He I'm literally not, sold me. I'm not even that. sure if and I remember. I never played it. <laughs> I'm not even sure if I remember how many times I did that. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast, episode 245. I'm one of your hosts, Neo Ayoshi, and I'm here with Trip Zero. That's me. And Felix Hergood. Felix Hergood. Hey, how you doing? I was going to point, but then I realized I that's not no. going to work. You did the right once thing. Again, we are all sitting from the comfort of our own homes doing a online show. You are very, very socially distant right now. Very socially distant. Um, how are you guys doing? How are you handling the new world that we are currently experiencing. I'm not sick. I'm not sick either. Yeah, also, I don't, I don't have sick. I don't have symptoms, but like I said, I think last week and this week, I'm just assuming that I'm like, I have coronavirus, but I have no symptoms. You, this, would you just say it's all in your head? No, 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 no. I think I'm asymptomatic. I don't think it's all. Oh, you, you legit think you are carrying. I, Montgomery right County, uh, where where I'm residing right now, is full of people with cases of this shit. You know You're what I mean? But, me. but when I say that, I don't mean that that the, the the cases that I'm talking about are the people who are coronavirus. I'm saying they're people who have COVID nineteen, the advanced disease that you get from having coronavirus. That is terrifying neo you're illustrating what i suspect about most americans that they don't fundamentally understand how viruses work i understand how it works i'm just let staying me, in my bubble which is my let house. me put it in state of decay terms state of decay <laughs> no, too. Is. we are a video game podcast so there, there is a there is a, a mechanic in state of decay because <laughs> they have this disease called the blood plague in state of decay i'm gonna be real quick on this you're taking your turn right now no I'm uh, no, no the no, blood no, no. plague when God. your character gets the blood plague when one of the members yeah. of the blood plague, the blood plague exists plague in the character but they are not necessarily going to die they had they don't even have a countdown to death they mm. could very well live and move on right um but you know there's this little bar that shows up when you when you get the blood plague that if you fill it you get a countdown to death right so i think i'm just i have the bar but i don't have the countdown to death so I, not <laughs> yet i know this is all fun and games and stuff but i really hope you don't <laughs> like legitimately don't that's what i'm saying that. if i just uh, social distance and you know and so this is this has been going on roughly for about three weeks right and people have been you know, fighting it more or, you know, more or less on top of it, whatever. But like, it's been going on for, well, since November, to be honest. But as Americans, about three weeks is when people were like, oh shit, right? Roughly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was talking to you about this last week, Felix. Um, that first weekend in March, like, I was out all over Philadelphia. 
yeah. tons of bars, tons of restaurants, just one night. And like, that was also the same day that, um, they found like legitimate cases of COVID-19 in a neighboring County. So knowing like, Oh my God, this thing lasts 14 days on services. Oh my God. You may be asymptomatic and high. be a carrier. I read it's 14. It on, is it 14? It's 14. And they actually found, uh, RNA up to 17 days on that, uh, that cruise ship that had an outbreak. That's crazy. So, All right. Sick dude. Um, but anyway, like the amount of potential carriers without knowing it at that point, I was like, there's no way that I just don't have it from being around that many people. Like, how do I not have it? Me and my friend were like, we, we're definitely just our thousand percent sick. Um, but I haven't, you know, I haven't gotten sick, had a couple of days of like, I don't know, garbliness. I don't know. I just don't know. And, and the fact that I don't know is driving this home even more. My like, job. We need to like, to keep doing this and like just staying away until we know that like either hospitals can handle the people that are getting sick or we know that like the daily infection rate is not rising anymore, which it currently is every single day at an insane rate. So my, my job just stay home, play video games. Well, you're right. That's what I'm doing. My, my job. We have been doing for sure. Yeah. My job interfaces with the public and I had a family of four cough in my face. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole family dude. had like snot, com- snot coming down their nose and they were all like coughing that gross mm. disgusting congestive mm. hack right there god i face. love it right i there love it so face. much so god I, that's incredible and, and that was that was the week that our county had confirmed cases that was the week that they had first said oh there's about 10 people here who have it i'm like okay just i got, I got just it i got it real fucking tight man that's so anyway cool. neo i didn't mean to derail you no, this is this is good banter. I this, like it. I mean, everyone's gonna be talking about this. this yeah, this should be unavoidable. And uh, pretty, pretty. to answer your question, Trip, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it here on the uh, pot, uh, podcast. You had asked me. Uh, I, I asked. I asked Felix earlier. I said, "What motivated you to to get your haircut?" Because this man is looking very if different from a week ago. To the audio podcast, you are doing yourself a disservice completely check out the vod or youtube this man, this this man is, definitely check out the vod or youtube uh yeah, um, pre- preferably youtube so you can pat he, le- he legit looks like dr robotnik and i think it's amazing i think uh, he would be a beautiful cosplayer my i think you should do it my answer to you was very simple you know like the, the occam's razor answer was mm-hmm. i can't go to public places anymore to get a haircut so this is the answer i shaved it off like and I was like, I, I shot I a tweet it. out today that was like, I legit need my haircut, and there's no way for me to do that. Uh-uh. So I just expressed my yeah. dis- my like. I I'm about to Google like, how the fuck do you cut your own hair? The, yeah, or for real. just do what I did. There I'm not shaving my whole head. No, <laughs> head. There's no way, not, not this beautiful head. I, um, I've I've gone through this. Is, you know, it doesn't take an outbreak for me to uh, lead to this result i've done this numerous times i think it's very freeing <laughs> i have take an outbreak <laughs> i i've cut all my hair off numerous times i love the reaction of people when they see me they go they make i mean all these different comments you're yeah. like bruce willis man you look good bald like you can wear the hair you don't have to you do, yeah, do it do it pull it off dude what are your best uh what are your best besides the dr robotnik you got anything more any more ribbing any more uh i called you bruce willis what, what you, you look like <laughs> Which is a, which is that's either I look old or or I look good bald. You which look good one? balls. Good. Yeah. I said you look like a Snapchat filter. They, they <laughs> put these like big big beards on people's faces, and you look like a fucking Snapchat filter. <laughs> so oh my god! Um, uh, just before we continue, a little housekeeping. Um, we're on YouTube. I finally got the video up today of last week's episode. Sorry about that. This week, past two weeks has been crazy. Um, there's been things, been things happening. happening. 
Um, I myself was a little bit busy myself planning a with uh, Ezrivs, who was on the show a few weeks ago, um, doing a 24 hour live stream for the charity Pause Your Game. That was this past weekend. It was a lot of fun. Uh, thanks to everyone from the Emergent Gamer community who came out. Um, you guys were a bunch of bros. Uh, I know a lot of you did like come out. You donated. You're going to get T-shirts for that. Thank you so much. Yeah, I definitely um, did. I definitely did. Yeah, so yeah, you should be getting contacted by Ezrivs, who is now the like the social. She's like the event coordinator for them now. Um, after that, she got like hired by them, which is pretty sweet. Um, you you wouldn't re- you wouldn't read my name on the on the on the podcast. I I think we did. No, you, oh you, oh <laughs> no, I did. I read your message. I read your message. It was my, good. I put my my message was was tame. My message was just like you know. I, Whatever I'm contributing, or whatever it was, it was a reference to the time we played Jackbox. Together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I the, the, yeah, the name Felix PP like, Huge. <laughs> I just now, heard Dio go. Oh, I'm not reading that. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you to everyone who came out. We raised six sixteen hundred fifty dollars, so it was pretty good. Pretty good cause for saving animals, providing shelter for them, uh, ending no kill. Can you, can you repeat specifically? Uh, specific did you already say who the group is pause your game pause your game yeah yeah that's what they're called um and yeah they're dedicated to helping animal like like providing animal shelters with a place where they don't have to kill them and socializing animals that need to be socialized so they can get homes and that's what we need we need uh to do something good and i think that came at a really good time specifically for the time that we're in currently because we can all do a little bit we can we can do we can help with that positivity and that was really nice and I really enjoyed doing first ever live stream, by the way. I've never done I don't even know how you did 20, I don't know how you did 24 yeah. hours, dude. That's, we did 20 we did 27 hours. How much sleep actually. did you it's, get? It's it takes a lot. It takes a lot of idea. I've done two of them for <laughs> Destiny releases. Yeah, it's a lot, man. Uh we took we we took two breaks. Like I took a break in the middle of the stream and then I switched with Ezrivs. Um I played Animal Crossing during that time. I played Doom Eternal, games I'm about to start talking about. Oh um, yeah, I was about to ask uh, how Doom Eternal was, but we're going to hear about it on the show. Oh, you for sure are. But the the main course, the the Coupe de Gras, is going to be Half Life, Alex, which I also did play. But anyway, um, housekeeping's out of the way. Thank you for listening about Pause Your Game and the live stream, which I really enjoyed doing. Um, so cool. I'm going to hop right into the games I've been playing, and I'm going to start with Call of Duty Warzone, real quick. Uh, it's a new battle royale. A lot game. of people have been talking about it. Coming into my stream asking me why I'm not playing it. It dropped well because, you know, it's the hotness right now and everyone it's a well, here's the thing. It's a free game, right? You just download the client and you can just play it, which is why it's probably popping off like Apex Legends did. Um, So they followed that same model. That's cool. Right, right. Which they didn't do for Blackout, which was last year's Battle Royale version. Now, the question I'm going to have to ask is, are they going to support it like someone like Apex Legends would support? their game um because the problem with call of duty games are is after the year is over they move support over pretty much to the next call of duty game so the question that stands is is this going to be forgotten like blackout was because that stopped getting support the moment modern warfare came out pretty more or less but anyway the only thing i want to talk about is they did something really unique with the system of battle royale what happens is is with your team if you die the first time, what happens is they throw you in a place called the Gulag. And once you get thrown into the Gulag, you get pitted on one-on-one matches with a randomized weapon, with a, with a randomized weapon, and you fight your way back into the battlefield. 
Oh, so shit. if you win this 1v1, you get thrown back in. You can also buy back people who are dead uh, on your team, which is an interesting dynamic. So you can potentially die multiple times in this battle royale and get revived by a teammate or yourself through the gulag. Um, nice. It's a very fast-paced game, and I actually really like the pacing of it. Uh, it's even faster than Apex Legends, I want to say, because you can just be mm. going, going, going. Um, a second game mode... Um, that they added is called plunder which is kind of like a battle royale mode mode but what happens is you have to collect a lot of money it's 150 players and you're just essentially hoarding cash and sending cash up through balloons or hot spots in the area where everyone congregates to fight um and it's fun because you don't really it's, it's not like a one hit you know once you're dead you're out you just you can get respawned back in and it's pretty good uh uh, me and Ezra's have been playing it a lot, and we've got third in that. So that was pretty oh, cool. Nice, dude. Out of how many people again? 150 people in plunder, specifically in the plunder yeah. mode. Um, funny enough, I did get my first win in the Warzone mode, which is the Battle Royale mode, but not with Ezra's. I got it with uh, friends of the, the podcast, Tim, who's in the server doing mm-hmm. Smash League. Uh, we got our win that way. So that was pretty funny anyway that's all i'm gonna talk about with that because you're playing it you're playing it because you're playing with s ribs you're playing on pc uh, yeah i'm playing it a lot yeah it's on pc it's on every console you're right you can play it wherever but um i'm playing a lot of it because it's a good multiplayer game to play right now uh being the social distancing but we can still do things together and all that good stuff yeah games like that are going to be uh the move for sure oh and they came out at the perfect time because everyone started to get you know forced you know into quarantine well i'll use that lightly forced um, the next game I've been playing or started playing is uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, a uh, sequel to The Blind Forest, 2D side-scrolling platformer, uh, Metroidvania-style game. Oh, yeah. I've only played about three hours of it, unfortunately. Um, I need to play more of it for sure. But from my first impressions, the game is it's beautiful. Like The, the soundtrack, the art style, the, like, the watercolor-esque like style that it has it's it's absolutely gorgeous and it's like breathtaking to play um the movement feels amazing like everything you do is just so fluid the animations look so fluid i cannot i cannot stress enough how good this game is and i feel so bad that it's coming out in a time where i have two other games that have taken over my attention it's been done a lot of pop on a on a lot of streaming platforms yeah yeah i I I think a lot of playing it for sure um, it's definitely a game I need to beat because I, I loved the first one so much. The, the first one, I, I pretty much cried at the end of it because it was it had an emotional like peak to it and it was it was beautiful. From the sound the score, just like it swells up. Like it, it just it tugs at your heartstrings so so effortlessly. I can definitely of, get that on Game yeah. Pass. It is. That's how I that's how I got it. It's like on the Game original Pass. ones on there and then the sequels on there as well. Correct. Yeah, you can do both. Um, you can you can get both of them. Um, I would suggest if you want to play it and you want to do the you would do the first one first because the mechanics they've in, improved in the second one greatly. Like it just it's just a better feeling game um, because they've learned right. Like they've learned from their from their first game, which is beautiful. So now let's let's hop into the meat of what I wanted to really talk about, um, which is Doom Eternal. Um, yes. A lot of people have been coming in the stream and basically saying, "You, know, you should be playing. I'm this. playing this. You should be playing this. this. Is the best fucking game. It's it's really fun and it's really 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 good. Um, absolutely, really really good. So, but what I'll say about it is because this past October I beat 2016. 
so I'm like still kind of like fresh on on the yeah. Uh, it's pretty recent, honestly, for a sequel. First, yeah, yeah. For oh uh, no, I this October I beat the 2016 Doom. That's what I mean. Like you like oh, you yeah. played it and you're pretty fresh on the original game for the sequel to come out. Like now, correct? Yes, 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 absolutely. Um, and I can tell you right now, they they do the same thing where they they start you off and you're going 100 miles an hour. Like they just throw you into it and they just want you to shoot stuff and kill mm-hmm. stuff. Um, they've kind of shoehorned a story a little bit more into this version. Uh, this this sequel, I guess you could say, because the first one, pretty much the story took a backseat and they just focused on the action, the gameplay, the locomotion that you will get into when you're playing as the Doom Slayer and just the, the sheer violence and momentum that you get in. Um, in this one, they do the same thing and it seems like they do tweak a lot of how the game wants you to like progress. So they had a huge focus. I don't, the last game did this, but they do it a lot more in this one where they, what they'll do is, is you'll run out of ammo with a weapon. So in order to get your ammo back, you need to chainsaw an enemy. They drop, uh, they, they, they crap out ammo everywhere. Mm-hmm. You get your ammo. Your health is constantly being taken away from all the enemies in the area. So in order to do, to get your health back, you do a, like a, a melee finisher on, on enemies. And you so do they that really by, kind of like make you flex out your play style in different ways. Right. So like they, they go, okay, so you're doing like chainsaw, shoot, 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 melee kill, shoot, 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 chainsaw, switch your gun because you're, you're, they, they start you off with a small pool of ammo. And I'm noticing this, that they're doing this to kind of get you to use all the weapons and kind of like get you to like, just go through your whole inventory of, of what you have. And right away, they give you like a grenade launcher that has a recharging grenade. Like you don't pick up grenades. Like the, it'll just come back after like 10, 15 seconds. Right, you right. get a shoulder mounted flamethrower. And when you use that on enemies, also recharging, by the way, when you use that on enemies, nice. enemies will start crapping out like armor shards. So like you're constantly going like flamethrower, grenade and then enemies have weak points so like grenade in the mouth of the big ball dudes you know like the big ball eye they got the single eyeball you know you know the the famous doom enemy yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. they got the big eyeball and then the, you shoot a grenade in their mouth and they explode then you can melee finish them and then like you're you're going through this like motion of like of like like shooting and then you know what i'm you know what it i'm saying a yeah there's a whole there's you're a whole saying it has a cadence the, the battling. right mm-hmm. and the another thing i've noticed very heavily is they're also adding they added multiple upgrade systems and by multiple, I mean like you'll upgrade your guns with different things. You'll upgrade your your doom soul your doom slayer with certain perks. You'll upgrade your uh like there's there's a lot of different currencies and upgrade things that you need to like be aware of because you're constantly looking for things to upgrade, right? Like there's always right. something. Like you'll you'll get a new you'll get your shotgun will shoot a grenade, right? Like you can get a, like a mine shooting. Then that could be upgraded to be like, well, I can use it. 15% more often now, right? Or, or like it'll, it'll do 45% more radius damage, like, and you're just going deeper and deeper. Are there only gun upgrades? Or are there gun and like character buff upgrades? Like how there does, are, like what's the different upgrades. kind of categories you can, you can grow in this game? Yes. Yeah, so you have the gun upgrades and you'll, sp- you'll find a specific one to you'll in the world, you'll find a, like a box that will upgrade your gun. Like it'll be like a gun upgrade thing. And then every so often you'll earn through finding like finding things in the world you'll find upgrades for the guns skills that you unlock then you'll find specific power-ups and items in the world that will upgrade the doom slayer so throughout like the first like two or three hours of the game they're like slowly feeding the doom slayer more abilities like for example you'll get the uh like this this like fist upgrade that will after every uh finisher melee finisher that you get you'll 
fill up a gauge and then that gauge will cause your next melee finisher to cause a, a small explosion and blow up everybody around you right so like that's like one physical upgrade that you'll get but you'll also get like a rune style system where you'll where you'll implant upgrades into your doom slayer and you'll be able to swap them out the more you upgrade mm. so like one i uh two i've unlocked are you, you can finish um melee finishers like like 50 percent faster so like you'll just bam bam and like you're done you're on to the next thing like it's all about speed right or or you'll get one that's like i'll melee when i do a melee finisher i'll i'll get 50 percent better range at, at hitting him so like if he's like like i don't know like 20 feet away from me and i'm like moving toward him i will get that melee finisher at the yeah like, like you get yanked like to correct. the thing yeah yeah correct um so there's a shit ton of that um other things that they've added from from the previous one is they've added wall climbing certain walls will, oh, nice. will be able to climb and they've added a double jump and a like air sprint oh shit like like an air an air dash so like you'll yeah. be able to like jump jump sprint jump jump like like you can the, the mobility is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It Go sounds on. really, really cool because the uh, the most recent uh, AGDQ had a speed run of Doom 2016, and it sounds like there's even more movement tech in this one, which will make other speed runs really, really cool. And I love watching that kind of stuff. By the end of 2016, they do give you like a double jump, air jump, but in this one, they gave it to you like pretty much within the first hour or two. So that wow. leads me to believe there's like more later, like like more. Oh yeah, that's a good point yeah. for sure. Go ahead, Felix. How how open was it? Um, it it's it's linear, but you have a hub world that you hang out on and you can choose where you want to land and then you can explore those areas. So like the game will essentially like fish you. Like, yeah. Yeah. More or less, more yeah. or less. Um, not as open as destiny ends up being, but you'll get thrown into an area that will kind of like, it'll like lead you through the corridors to the, where you need to go right essentially and then you can revisit the areas if you want to find more upgrades and like because it opens it up on your map like you'll see where upgrades are hidden and you can like you can go back for your upgrades you don't have to miss anything unlike in 2016 once you're gone you're gone the chapter's over kind of thing like you can't go back you you, you missed it essentially the air um, dash double jump uh were features that existed in uh rage so i think sure think that i think they were probably it tech uh, definitely re reappropriated for that as well for sure. Um, they also added like contextual things. Like if I jump to like a bar, like they make it very clear. Like there's like a, like a pole that you can like swing on, like you'll jump swing and it'll give you like a boost forward. So like the game's all about, it's the, it's the antithesis of like a division or a call of duty where they force you to like use your cover and use like, that's what this game is. Doom you're is just, the game all out in the open spraying, shooting, smashing, ripping, Correct. Like you're, stuff, and the yeah. only way to keep yourself alive is to do that. Like you need to constantly be getting health and ammo. They they want you to. Be, you're a murder machine. Like that's if right. you want that that kind of game. Like hell yes, play that game. Um, I will definitely be playing more of it if I can. Um, do you guys have any more questions about Doom? No, but it sounds good. Yeah. I mean, I I it's 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 a it's a Doom sequel. Like they they added on to what they've established in 2016, and it's pretty. Yeah, cool. I have installed on the xbox i have the 2016, 2016 yeah with an intention to play it so i'm sure i'm gonna meet it one of these days oh hell i mean i definitely think you will you would enjoy that game felix because it's it's a game that just asks you to be crazy it just asks you to go nuts 
also rage inducing because there are lots of moments where you'll die because you get overwhelmed or you like it's I can what, just, what, I can what, what they it. give you like uh, four difficulties one of them's called like total carnage or like, yeah it's or like at 100% horror like movie this. level death <laughs> <laughs> absolutely it's, indeed that is what I'm they like, do it's yeah. got like uh, you know triple skulls they're all on fire <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah, the whole soundtrack I, I sure. normal because oh. i don't feel like stressing myself out the whole like soundtrack that, so. i presume is like grindy metal Oh fuck yeah, dude! You know, it's like, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Dude, the soundtrack of the first game was so so awesome. It's yeah, rocks, dude. It's and it's, I've never and played it, but I have the soundtrack and I've listened to it many times. You feel it, like you feel like you're just ripping and tearing, and this metal soundtrack is blaring behind you, and you're just like, "Fuck yes, I am." It's like I am it's the good. of demons. It's good music too. It's not just like bullshit fucking heavy metal riffs just for the sake of it. It's like really well written songs. Yeah, uh, I'd probably play it, and I'd uh, <laughs> I'd put on like Karen Carpenter. <laughs> oh, you totally, yeah. That's exactly so what you would do. <laughs> oh, my God. I would tear the music down in the game if they even allowed it. They probably don't allow it. I, feel like I, can, I want you to know, it. I could never do it. Oh, they definitely do. would, yeah. <laughs> I could never, like, like maybe the second time I play through a game, I could play, like, music behind it. But the first time, I want to hear the soundtrack <laughs> and the sounds that they've put into the game. I remember, I remember I made a... I, I can't... Oh. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn came out, and I was playing it, and I had the music off. And then I made a soundtrack with Horizon Zero Dawn music in it, but then I also added in like the Game of Thrones theme, <laughs> and I was killing one of the uh, big, huge dinosaur-looking things, and the Game of Thrones theme was going, and somebody was like, I can't believe they got the rights to Game of Thrones for Horizon Zero Dawn. And I was, oh, like, wow. I was like, yeah, I can't Let believe it either. <laughs> so amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's funny. Anyway. but anyway. I'm with you, though, Neo. Like, I need... I need to hear the game's original audio because that's part of the design of the game. But like, I mean, like it's understandable, like with like animal crossing, which we'll talk about in a bit, but I, you were, you were playing like a chill soundtrack today in your stream. And that's, it's a different kind of like feel. You've already played it multiple days. You know what the Island soundtrack sounds like. Right. Right. Exactly. For state of decay Two, I turn off the fucking horror music soundtrack because it is terrifying. That soundtrack is the idea, right? It is. It is the idea. But Jesus, Um, (laughs) they want you to know. Yeah. So anyway, it's scurry. That's Doom Eternal. Um, But the game that I'm really happy to talk about with you guys right now is Half Life Alex. Oh yeah, dude. A game I've been highly anticipating. I bought a S for this. And guys, I need to. I need you to know, especially Trip, because you also have a headset. Mm -hmm. This is a hundred percent worth the purchase of of wow dude it's only a matter of time until i scoop it honestly it, all the clips that i saw you playing and i'm not going to steal any of your thunder other than to say like it looked smooth as hell and just like a, like a wild a wild experience it's by far a game that my pcs the, the requirements it asks the most of my pc and i'm surprised at how optimized it is that it runs so smoothly especially when i was streaming the game as well which takes a lot of a lot of chunk of my computer power sure. to do it at the same oh, time yeah. um i don't even know where to begin to describe to you how cool it is to not only be back in the half-life universe because that alone is something i would have never thought to have spoken in how long has it been 15 years? i know like we all joke about it like half-life yeah. three but like we we always had an understanding that it was never going to happen ever we just love to keep joking about I, it you know? i resigned myself to accept that years ago yeah. like and for a long time I would replay Half-Life 2 every year. Um, back in December, when I was taking my vacation, I beat 
Black Mesa in anticipation for this because this is a prequel to Half-Life 2 and a sequ- uh, technically it's an interstitial game between Black the Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2. Mm. So it takes place between it. Um, and let me tell you, first off, Black Mesa, fantastic remake of Half-Life 1. It is a I'm pretty sure I have all of that stuff. You probably like a big do. bundle. Like I bought it like years ago just to have them all. Um, Which one, one was on the orange box? Half-Life 2 and the episodes, all the episodes of it. Okay. So, so the, the two like DLC uh, chapters. That's well. what I did Half-Life 2 then. Yeah, which one of my favorite games of all time for sure. Um, the game it was a masterclass in level design, pu- like world puzzles, and it took Half Life does it like only comes along when they know they have something to show technology wise. And mm-hmm. when two came out, well, when one let's start with one. When one came out, they brought with them a narrative design that we have not seen before and a way of world building and puzzles that that most games weren't doing it was doom at the time they are now based on the original model of half-life for more or less it's evolved since then but yes um half-life 2 brought with it the physics engine which is very key in half-life alex which i'm going to get to in a Mm -hmm. very in a moment but they brought a gun called the gravity gun into existence which lets you use the world's physics so you could pick up like saw blades shoot them through enemies and it would like it would cut them in half and pin them to walls and this was something that that was completely new at that time. Um, yeah. Games were not doing that. Um, and it was beautiful. Like the game still carried on with its narrative way of storytelling. And it was beautiful. Um, what What's your experience trip with the Half-Life? You've, you've played these games? I played half of... Mm, I don't even know if half is the right word. Uh, some of one. I felt yeah. like it was half of one. And I know I was like, I need to like play this just because like as, as someone who is in the gaming space, oh. I, I feel like I've done the myself a disservice for not actually experiencing these. So like I played a couple, uh, God, maybe a couple years ago. I think it was actually one of the first games I touched after I built my PC for the first time, like my main gaming PC. So yeah. I've, I have half-life one experience. And from the very beginning, dude, you can tell this game was different for its time. The way that it mm-hmm. tells a story, the way it illustrates with cutscenes, with putting you in the moment, Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like there's games that are out around the same year have nothing on Half-Life. It's insane. Yeah, and you can tell that even crazy. if you play a quarter of the game, you know. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, so coming on to Half-Life, Alex, mm-hmm. um, coming straight out of Black Mesa, which was a fully modernized redesign of Half-Life One, not done by Valve, by the way. Valve gave them their blessing, which is amazing. That is Valve cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it got it just came out in one point like a like a month ago. I want to say. Um, but anyway, Half-Life Alex. Oh my god. Yeah, where do you so, even start? <laughs> you put the headset on and they put you into City 17, which is the main location of Half-Life 2. Yeah. And they just they they just throw you right into what the world is and it's I can't describe how it is to put the headset on and like look and yeah, be turning your head looking around at everything. And they have the giant walkers walking by you and everything. It's nuts it's just absolutely nuts they give you an item called uh they call them the russells because reese darvies the voice actor the actor from uh flight of the concords you guys you guys know what i'm talking about uh yes i do is he, he's the one with the glasses he's the manager of flight of the concords remember him <laughs> i'm sorry i don't know which one's which but i know flight of the concords so i have two faces in my brain not so. not brett not brett <laughs> the other one's jermaine dupree jermaine. right is that his name? not jermaine it's not either of them it's the manager don't know uh that guy he is he is the guy the talking voice in your head throughout the game 
and he okay. gives you the Got Russells, it. which are the gravity gloves. And let me tell you, they solved how to do their physics in VR. Because what oh, yeah. you do is you just point your, your wrists at an object and you you grab the trick, you grab the grip on the, it, on the controller. It draws like a little line to it, right? So you know like what yeah, you're interacting it, it, with. It kind of highlights it a little bit too. And then you just flick your wrists up, it comes to your hand and you grip it. And that's it. So um, you're walking around this world and you're, you're looking at things. Oh, there's a, there's a magazine on the ground there. So you flick and you grab the magazine and you put it in your gun or you throw it in your backpack and you're just walking around doing this. Yeah, and it seems really smooth. It's, it's beautifully smooth. And not only that, the guns are very cool because you'll look at your handgun and you can see the amount of ammo. You, like everything is done in HUD. Like everything, there's no HUD. So you yeah. look at your wrists, you got your life. You have how many resins you've collected, collected, which upgrades your weapons, and you get a flashlight on your wrist later, which is a thing that you'll have, and you can point it with your with your wrists. Um, your gun, for example, your um, your handgun will show the amount of bullets on your clip. You can eject it and look at the clip and see how many bullets are in that clip. You can you can look actually and see how many are in your clip. Correct. Yes, and wow. it'll turn red when it's empty. Um, and later in the game, you'll get things like you'll upgrade your gun to do like. You'll have a reflex site that'll highlight enemy weak points, which is pretty mm-hmm. sweet. Um, so it makes it easier to aim the gun. And another cool upgrade for the handgun is they give you like a 10 bullet reservoir. So like what you what you'll do is you'll feed your gun and it will it will feed the clip into the reservoir. You'll eject it and then put another clip in. And then like you'll see like the, the clip go. Yeah, it's yeah. all it's all very detailed. Wow. You've got the shotgun. You'll flick it forward to load shells in. And contextually, since you don't know really how much you have stored in your backpack, unless you like look at your your item menu, mm-hmm. she'll she'll go like last three shells, like and she'll like contextually go like last three <laughs> shells. She'll go. You'll load your wow. handgun. She goes. I got three left. I got two 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 ha- uh, magazines left. And like she'll like tell you like remind you. Um, That's insane, dude. On not, your gloves, not a tangent too much, but yeah, does, go ahead. how does it compare to your other VR experience? The one you were talking about that was like super, super hyper realistic. The one you're talking about like uh, a grip for and Pavlov stuff. VR. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was actually going to bring it up in this in this specifically. I I think it's it's on par. Pavlov is really good at showing us realistic guns. Yeah. Um, and just like portraying those guns realistically, but like even in this case, you still have to load the magazine and pull back on the like slide. To like load the hand, got it, right? got it. To make sure it works. Yeah. Unless there's already a bullet in the chamber, then you don't need to worry about it. Like it, it, it knows all that. That's really um, cool. The one thing that I would have liked to see, but they chosen to not, not to do this, was I wanted to be able to like put my handgun away on my like belt or something. Or mm, like, mm-hmm. you don't do that. You hold down the right stick and you select from a menu what I, what gun you want to pull out, or your or your um your puzzle tool, which I'll I'll talk about in a second. Um, but yeah, there's like a, not like a get the full menu. workout where you Neo it's, <laughs> it's giving you a workout. Uh, believe me, I played this like on my feet for like no, I was five saying hours at first. No. I was saying you're not getting the workout you wanted. You also wanted to do the motion with, the I gear. wanted to do, yes. I wanted to <laughs> holster the gun and pull it out. Yes. Um, but I understand why they did this because right now I have a total of three guns and, and a multi-tool. So I don't know how they would accomplish that. They, they, they've, they've seemed to have thought about this like very deeply, which shows throughout the level design of this game. It's just everything puzzle-wise that you do using the gravity gun, uh, the gravity gloves, I'm sorry, and your weapons, is it's fantastic. Not to mention your multi-tool, which, let me tell you, 
they have some really cool puzzles they did in 3D. I saw one clip that you uh, that you put in there. Which which one was it? The orb was it like one of the orb ones? It was when you tossed a grenade into a vent. Yep, yep, they did that. But by the way, grenades really fun. You click a button on your controller and it like pops the grenade's casing off and it glows red like in Half Life games previous. And then yeah, you, yeah. Just, you just throw it. You just throw it like you would in a, like a real ball. <laughs> and let me tell you. It feels real good to blow up something. But yeah, you saw the yeah, one dude. clip of me going, oh, how do I get in this room? There's an upgrade station in there and an enemy and an explodey barrel. Well, they're, they're showing me everything I need to know about what they need me to do. And they gave me a, a chest full of grenades and an empty vent. So I just tossed it right in there. Boom. It worked out. And that's like, like kind of like Half-Life in a nutshell. They like do all that kind of like world hint, hinting and stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, let me, uh, what else, what else can I talk about in this? There's a lot to put together. Cause I played this for like five hours, like straight up without taking a break. Yeah. And I had to take a, I had to take like a 10 minute break cause my head hurt. Story wise. Does it fill in any gaps? Does it make you excited as a, as a fan of the story of the half-life universe? So far it has not done that. Um, there have been world clues to like Gordon Freeman, which mm-hmm. I noticed I'm not okay. going to spoil what I saw, but if you watch right, my right, stream, right. you would have seen me point it out. Like I'd have been like, Oh, look what they did there. They did it. They, they, this is a direct reference to this. Um, and funny enough that that area uh, had a puzzle in order for me to solve it. I had to activate a thing and I had to actually look at this object at the right angle to see the solution to a puzzle I was in front of. Mm-hmm. So I was like stuck for a minute, but because I'm in VR, they, they decided to use, Oh, from this angle, if I if I lean or like look at it in this way, that's that's the puzzle solution would present itself. Right, right. Um, making Which is smart story. because like because yeah. I mean not to cut you off, but like no, in no, VR right. design, you have to think like you know you're not just looking at a screen the same exact way a player would be. You know, a player could be looking mm-hmm. not only positionally different, but I mean visually. There's so many different ways you have to think about how to even build a puzzle, let alone signal how to solve it. It's got to be such an incredible challenge versus just the uh, a game where you control, you know, pretty fluidly a player's experience and sightline and even, you know, what they can interact with at any given time. A hundred percent. And actually they said when in a few interviews, they said this, this game would only have worked in VR because of the way the ideas that they had were VR based. Yeah. Right. So like that requires a different tool set and a different, mindset for creating these puzzles yeah exactly um, and th- i mean the other half-life games did it too they did it with physics but now they're combining that with the act of you wearing the headset and they made it work they also had to uh, adjust some things like enemies don't come at you in large waves like they used to um in the other half-life games because so it's more manageable it is way more manageable like i yeah. like i would fight like three combine at once maybe three head crabs at once depending uh, they'll surround me with zombies at certain points, but they always make sure that I'm not being like overwhelmed where it's unfair. Right. Yeah, that's, so, like, handle. Yeah. that's why, um, uh, borderlands two for me was not a good port at all. Like, How so? I, I did that on PS PS, uh, no, uh, yeah. PSVR and on PSVR, uh, the, the enemies have a tendency to crowd you. Problem is, is when they crowd you, they get close to you. And they disappear from your, they're in a blind spot, essentially. So you're constantly, what you always have to do when you play this game in VR is you have to shoot yourself away from the enemy groups who try to hoard on you. But the game is just playing like it played always. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah, they didn't change any of the design philosophies of it. 
No. Yeah. The, the, the design philosophies are exactly what they were when the game was designed, and that they had no anticipation of of it being a VR game at that point. So for sure. Um, there's. I'm trying to think of other things I want to talk about with this, but another thing there is. There's one section of the game where they where they fully throw you in it because it does at certain points points become like kind of horror like and they'll throw you in very dark corridors and like even Alex will say like oh this is very creepy and then shit will jump out at you from the dark mm-hmm. um body like, really, is it did you actually get scared did you jump uh yeah there were there are a few moments i think i got to clip it out still but like there are a few moments where i legit like went like ah like ah <laughs> like oh, i can't believe that just jumped out at me um they have they have you this really cool thing that they do in this one area was they have you this dilapidated apartment building you're fighting through is one of the last things I did the other night. Um, and you're fighting your way down and you find the door that's, that's being blocked and it's being blocked by one of the combine force fields, which is mm-hmm. powered. So you fight your way down through this, this like this like hallway and like there's head crabs everywhere and they're crawling out from the walls. Like they, they're, they're, they're coming in endlessly and you're fighting your way down them and you, you get these, um, alien grenades at a certain point which are pretty fun um and they just spawn from from a from a growth in the wall it's i don't know yeah. how else to explain it but that's yeah, it sounds thing. yeah <laughs> it's the best you could do and they spawn endlessly and the fun thing about them is i'll just, just real quick when you reach for it it'll kind of like it's like holding it's being held by like a little claw hand and like it'll try and like keep it from you right so like you got to be quick about it so you have to swipe at it like real fast to get the grenade out of its mm. hand and it's 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 a fun little Little yeah, like I mean, I mean, detail. it makes it yeah, yeah more immersive. And dude, like the VR tracking that we have now is is it's one to one. Like you can actually literally catch something if you have a helmet on. Oh, for sure, you do it, and you do that all the time. That's what this game is. You're just catching things. You're pulling things. You're catching things. Um, so a thing that I I I like to do is you have two pocket dimension pockets. I guess you could call sure. You yeah, can, you can you can drop syringes that heal you in, or grenades, or items. It's pretty cool, and you'll pull them out from your wrist. It's fucking. How many fantastic. hours did you play it? I think I'm like six or seven hours in. But no, how so many what, in a single game session? How long could you play it? I think before I played, you got burned out. Before I started to get like a headache. Yeah. Uh, I think I did like four and a half hours, and then I took like a twenty minute break on stream, okay. just chilling, and then I put it back on to keep going. Okay. But yeah, it does. After a while, you're like, okay, I, I'm getting fatigued mm-hmm. mentally. Um, but anyway, as I was fighting through this hallway, what they did was that you fought your way down it to get to the, the power source. You cut the power and all the lights in this scary fucking apartment building cut out. So now you mm, fight your way likes, back dude. in the dark. And I found myself doing things like, okay, this gr- I don't have any more room in my pockets, so I'm going to just hold this grenade on me. And just carry it until I need it. And like mm-hmm. I, I would just ready like, to go at any moment. Yeah. And you could do things like, okay, I'm going to put it down here because I know I'll be able to grab it from here later. Right. Like I can, I can use my gloves to like throw it to my hand and then use it. So even though I only had two slots to carry things, I'm using everything in the environment to my advantage. Like I'll grab a chair, throw it at a head crab. Right. Like, and make mm-hmm. sure like you're, you're doing all these, these crazy things that the experience is wild. Is pretty it much sounds like it, dude, and I'm um, I'm going to be in there one day. I think you should. I think everyone who has a VR headset should. This is this is the the killer app, as as they say. This yeah, is yeah. the thing they they Valve has done what they want. They they set out to do, and they made the VR game the the VR game that says yes, 
besides Beat Saber, I need this. This is <laughs> this is the game that you need to try if you have a VR headset. Um, that and that and Beat Saber, I think, are on the same. Like, so you think it's a full game? It's going to be like a full experience. Well, pe- all s- reviews are saying it's about fifteen hours. Fifteen, hours. which which to me is sounds like a full experience. If an Uncharted game is like ten to twelve hours, yes, absolutely. So they and like even Valve was like, this is a full Half Life game. Like you're not, they're not pulling their punches uh, with it's great. The That's the real deal. Um, which and when we're done this, I'm probably going to play it a little bit more. I'm going to pop it back on because I I want to. I want to fling stuff with my hands and and shoot <laughs> shoot. I it's it's great. It's just a fantastic experience. I can't wait to finish it and like see if there's any kind of revelation or anything like that. Right. Um. I have talked enough about this, but I hope I got the point across that Half Life Alex is cool. Um, Sounds great, dude. Really I love does. your enthusiasm. I think I think if you ever if we ever get out of this quarantine, you guys you should come over and play it. I, I want to th- come. I, I want to come over and play it. It's very I think realistic. I think it's worth. It's very more realistic that I'll come. Uh, to where you live because you're closer to me than Trip Zero. But Trip Zero, <laughs> I'm not holding it out. I might make it there one day. I don't know when. One day, dude. One day. <laughs> hey, I've seen the setup. It's pretty sweet. I know. I've seen it. But either way, I mean, I should come to one of your places and play it because I haven't had a genuine... The real VR experience. I haven't had yeah. a genuine VR experience that, that has the right resolution. And what what did you call it earlier? The um, one-to-one... The one-to-one movement. Just like the yeah, the movement tracking. Yeah, movement mm-hmm. tracking at one to one and like the highest possible resolution you can get, you know, all that stuff. Like I didn't get by playing the PSVR and it gave me a fucking headache. I, I want to see if I get a headache playing on yours. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's why I was asking time F- limits, you know. Like the Rift how- S is a like mid range uh headset. The index being the a thousand dollar headset that valve makes um is i would say the optimal solution but i am very satisfied with my experience on the rift s it looks good and it plays good yeah all all i can do is come over at some point and see you know what i mean like see if i get the same headache i got when i was on the vr and then we'll know it's a vr thing and i you know i shouldn't be yeah i mean yeah absolutely we'll we'll definitely do that dude Mm -hmm. um let's move on to who's next felix yes it's me yeah i I mean i'm gonna be pretty brief i mean i do what i do (laughs) at this point but <laughs> i will I, I, I look do, I I do what i do fallout 76 but he, he, look here's the point the point is is i did get burned out i burned myself out this week good uh, for you you, you want to burn yourself out yeah i'm so proud trip do you want to know what i burned myself out on oh god what not playing What'd on two do? consoles i was having no problem playing on two consoles i uh-huh. burned myself out on the uh the the workshop or the camp creation tool oh. i i downloaded for money, well, not money, but like atoms that I, I'm, I am paying for. And you're, you, this, I downloaded. You can trace it back currency. to money. You yeah, can trace it back to money. I downloaded a greenhouse like <laughs> kit, like a bundle that gives you an a legit greenhouse. First off, I had a ragey, overblown moment on the PS4, um, where okay. I assumed that this package only came with a greenhouse with a concrete floor. So like, and mm-hmm. I got very angry o- on my stream, yelling. I can't believe how impractical this is. Wait, you? Right, right. I jumped to a lot of conclusions, made a lot of generalizations <laughs> about developers, as per usual. <laughs> okay, but hey, you're you're all in the in the in the in the camp of of applying that to Todd Howard. I'm doing it too, but I'm just mm-hmm. late to the party. But anyway, uh, I thought they had given me a greenhouse with only a concrete floor and no planters. To like to plant my corn and shit into. 
And I was like, what's the point of this? Like, there's a bunch of pre-made mm-hmm. plants that you made for me that I'm just going to put in this room and just have this aesthetic-looking greenhouse that means nothing, that does nothing. So I got very angry at that. But then a guy on Reddit goes, yeah, dude, you just uh, when you're in the menu, you just hit the D-pad to the right, and uh, it's there. <laughs> to get a greenhouse that, that goes on a dirt floor is what I needed. And I didn't know. I just hit D-pad over, and there it is. Uh, so I, but I had this moment where I crumbled, and I kind of like, you know, I bounced back from it live on stream, and I continued playing something else. But I was really fucking angry at that moment. Then do it on Reddit later. So I come back in the next day, and I'm playing it again, and I go to try and plant this thing that I got from the store. Yeah, and it would be green. The game would the, the the workshop tool when it says that you can plant something, it's green, right? It would be green, and I would hit the button, and it would say "can't place." <laughs> and I got so fucking mad that I rage quit my stream. Like, I mean, I was getting to the point where you, it was l- later in the afternoon, you shut your stream off. Oh, I you shut, shut it your off. stream off. I said, this. "Fuck this, fuck you, Todd Howard," and stream I cannot fucking over. play. Look, look, I was just fucking angry that the game has so much jank, like. This was the thing that he said online. This kept going over in my head. He's like, it just works. It just works. It just works. And I basically was like, this doesn't fucking work. And then I quit. <laughs> quit the stream. Um, the reason why uh, I was playing it so much this weekend is because coronavirus happened. And then I tweeted this. So this is. This, this is it the, happened. This is the path, right? <laughs> coronavirus happens. Then I tweet Pete Hines and I go. You should probably have a coronavirus-specific double XP weekend. <laughs> I think I said week. I didn't say weekend. Yeah. And then sure enough, then I got this message on, on Thursday. I looked and realized I had double XP on my character. And I went, what the hell's going on? I go to the Fallout, official Fallout Twitter, and I see we got double XP. P- Pete Hines is listening to me. The you motherfucker is listening to, to me. I made it happen. I willed it with my soul. <laughs> um. But I, I, I was. He also responded to numerous tweets. He's been liking my tweets. I don't know what's happening with Pete Hines, but so best friends, obviously, we're best friends. We're soulmates. I sent you. Remember, I like a week or a couple weeks ago, I sent you an interview of Pete Hines and Greg Miller. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I watched the whole thing. Oh yeah, it was great. Uh, on that interview, he said he 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 was asked about. Yes, how he that's why I started tweeting media. him. That's why I started right. tweeting him. And yeah, his response was, he's like, "Look, I don't care. I don't listen to the negative bullshit." Because they don't play the game. Right. They're not the people I do this for. I listen to the people who legitimately want the game to be good. And if you talk to me about that, I will respond to you and we'll make it happen. And you've legit no. had that experience. You're, you're wrong about one thing. All right. Okay, he, go he, ahead. He contradicted himself <laughs> because here's what he said. He said specifically, I think he said specifically, you can go back and watch the video and determine what he said specifically. I remember him saying, I may not respond to you on twitter okay, yeah right but i will take what you said and then go back to the development team and say have you guys thought about this something to that effect it's paraphrasing yeah well, no, that's yeah, a I contradiction to what he's doing because he's responding to every tweet i'm fucking doing <laughs> every time i tweet at him he likes it or fucking says yeah look, dude that, look, that's a great felix, interaction though felix we've all got a lot of time right now so he's making the best out of it <laughs> he's okay, got downtime he's sitting in his study oh god this felix her good guy has hit me again he's, he's now, one still thing, playing the game <laughs> look you need to understand one thing that i am doing every yeah. point of feedback that i send to a person from their group or whatever online oh i got followed by jeff gardner too 
That he's the, lead, the he's the project lead. What's a project lead again? Is that the guy who leads the whole thing, or is that like an underling? Uh, he's probably he's probably just involved with the overall project. Yeah. So I got followed. He it. followed me. This guy <laughs> followed brain, me dude. on Twitter. So like, so this guy followed me, and I'm like, wow, I got I'm really getting engagement here. But one thing I am doing that's proper is I am going to their proper feedback. I'm submit a. Uh, a ticket is what it's called through the Bethesda website. You can do this for all their games. You can do it for Elder Scrolls Online. You they probably have a file of yours, Felix. Right. right. And when they go, oh, Felix Ergood submitted another I submit, ticket. I submit to them, and every time I do it, it's feedback. It just goes in, and I get nothing back, and I don't really care to have anything back. But I submit something when I get like a bug or some fucked up thing or anything like that. I I'll tell you it. one thing. Yeah. The, the, you, the what you're doing is what game developers want people to do. Yeah, they they and you're and you're being constructive and you're not being an asshole. I mean, like, I don't know what you write. I'm really not being but, an asshole. I'm not. But but they want that. I was like, kind please of apologize to Todd Howard for the things you say. Yeah, uh, <laughs> say it on stream, but not in your feedback tickets. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So so I go and I submit submit the ticket and I always lead the thing. This is hilarious. I'm paying. Uh, I start with just want to let you know I'm paying for fall, Fallout first. Fallout first on I just two want consoles you to know, on Xbox I'm a VIP times two. <laughs> I, but I always leave with uh, I'm sir? I'm playing it. I'm playing Fallout first. I'm a Fallout first member, and I'm playing the game on two consoles. Is my, always my first statement. Then I say, Dude, they're this probably is- like, holy shit, this guy's this guy's the best tester we've ever had. <laughs> and then holy I submit shit. the whole Both feedback consoles. thing and I let it go. But then I also tweet it to. Now Jeff Gardner and fucking uh, uh, Pete Hines every single time. So hopefully I'm I having hear an impact. Th- but they did a double XP this weekend. So I did the whole weekend. But I even, oh, dude, I had to put it down. I got so burned out. Um, All right. So what else? So what else did you want to talk about then? No, nothing else. I just I had a good time did playing you, that. Um, did you want to talk about State of Decay? Uh, that's what I was just leading into. So oh. the second thing that I did and the last thing Neo was in, involved in, and this is for anybody. <laughs> who is in the emergent gamer community, who's listening to this, who's playing games on PC. There is one game that you can play with Felix Hergood on legitimately, and that's State of Decay 2. It's cross-play. It's legit cross-play. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess I could do the Call of Duty thing too, couldn't I? Isn't you that could, cross-play? yeah. Yeah, I could that do the cross-play. I think I might do the Call of Duty thing just for the cross crossplay capability so they can play more with the community. I think I might. Yeah. Do we, that. we actually have a, a bunch of people who are console players in our server or discord server who just play on the console. Oh, really? Really? And, and, yeah, uh, and that's cool. Yeah. Okay. For sure. yeah. So I might, I might do that, but, but state of the K two is near my heart. Uh, the tutorial update that they've done. And I talked about this a little bit last week, didn't I trip zero? I think I did. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah you so were talking about some of the changes and stuff that the game went I'll just be real brief because I mentioned it. Now. I mentioned it on 244, but uh, they completely revamped the full tutorial that you do um, and gives you kind of like an edge, not really an edge, but gives you an explanation of like in, me- in menu mechanic shit that like people didn't know about until you know, you got to play the game for at least 10 hours before you can figure some of these things out. And what's really great is they put it in the tutorial, the care, you know, you start the game with this character that's already blood plagued. And what's really great is that character doesn't die. (laughs) There's no option for that character to die because you can actually through the tutorial, heal her of the blood plague or him or her of the blood plague, which gets you set up. They, they set you up with an infirmary real quick. 
They show you how to make a workshop. There's a bunch of shit that they didn't do in pre- in the previous game, and it was just it was a nightmare. Um, but the one thing they did improve is they improved the ability to play the online multiplayer, and that's what Neo did. He was able to come in and join. It works you pretty joined, well. You joined my game. You joined. My I did. Game. I did. Yeah. I did experience a few drops when I wasn't playing with you. Did we experience a drop? Or no. No. Okay. We I, I got booted. I think twice. And I played it for like two days, off stream and on stream. The game is really fun, but as a guest in your world, it's just a shame there's like not much for me to do because you have all the management aspects that you need to right, take care of. Still. Right. The disadvantage is that doesn't carry over for me. Yeah, yeah, because you're in my camp. You can't even look at my own camp statistics and my stuff. Yeah, and I can't use your upgrades either. Like we, as we discovered when I got blood plague. Yeah. Yeah, Remember? that's what we yeah. discovered. You couldn't use, but I think that's because you hadn't upgraded it yet. I think that's what Correct. we determined. Or, I would well, have, I, and I haven't been playing the game, so I just right, wanted to right, join right. you and pl- just you, just co-op with I, you. I, I do know a couple things. When you leave and you come back after playing in someone else's world, they give you rewards. So you get like bonus stuff. So when, cool. the, the next time you're going to go into the game, you'll see a thing you played in Felix's world, and this is the reward you get. And they usually give you like a weapon, some supplies, you know, like bandages or whatever um, to get you up on your feet. But that's and some influence. But that's yeah, that's nothing compared to what they could be giving you. Like sure. the, the ability to use all of my resources that I built into my camp makes so much sense. Like, I don't understand why you can't come up and use my plague cure station. Yeah, that's what we determined because Neo got the plague, but then Mm -hmm. he couldn't heal himself, which was, and I had, I couldn't use, I know I couldn't use your therapy selection. Yeah. I couldn't do like blood therapy or whatever. What I did was I just developed a cure and then I just made the cure. Right. So that's what I I think what you, yeah. Unfortunately, I think what you, you'd have to do in that situation, if you really wanted to use that character and really wanted to heal that character is you would have to leave my game, go back to your world and use your own machine in order to do the the character. Like, which is fucking, that's kind of, well, no, I, I was able to use all my upgrades in your world on your, on your medical bay. My upgrades were still for, there for, for me. clarity. What stage of the dreaded disease was your character at? Was your character on a countdown timer? No, no. Your no. character just had a little bit of the white bar coming over. Yep. Okay. And you couldn't use infection therapy at all. It wasn't available. Nope. That's weird. I don't know. My, my game wouldn't run at all. Well, well, that, you're, ta- you're talking about so. like over a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. 2018 yeah. probably. But that's the last experience that I have had with this game, so don't. Yeah, yeah. And now and then the game it has the same share of critics that Fallout 76 has. I mean, it's the same why would I play a game that's broken when I can just play a game that's not broken? <laughs> is is the right. com- is the common statement. Uh-oh. Did I lose everybody? No. No, we're here. No. No. So you're all froze for a second. But you know, the stream quality's good. We're looking good. I'm I'm yeah, I'm, it is. I'm done. You, you're looking great. You look good, dude. <laughs> so, Trip, tell us we all. Tell, you, tell, tell us you not to freak out when these things happen. No, I didn't freak oh, out. Oh God, I lost everybody. Uh, you just froze for a second. I was just trying to figure it out. Uh, Trip, well, so tell here, tell us all about the the game that is on everybody's lips right now because they're all I'm home playing. Very excited to hear you talk about this. Please. Oh, you mean Animal Crossing? Tell us. Tell, yeah, dog. Hey, how about this, or Trip? Cat, or or pig? Trip. Whatever you are. Trip. Sell me on it. So, tell me why I want to would want to buy it. Well, that's not my job here, Felix. My oh, job is to on. tell 
tell you about the game, tell you about the experience that I've been having. You can make up your own mind whether or not you think it'd be right for you. Yeah, right. Uh, but it is a fantastic game for for social distancing because uh, there's a really good amount of like uh, of just socialness to the game that works really really well when like you want to hang out with people and you really really can't. Uh, and it's like cute and fun and it's like very unstressful in a moment, you know. It like seems this, very relevant. Like a very much needed it's, game. It, right? It's like the perfect game to drop kind of right now. Now this came out on Friday, so I've been playing every day since Friday. Um I've had a pretty consistent squad um of friends just like playing every day, hopping into islands and stuff. Um the core concept of this game, Felix, is that you uh, are a villager and you arrive somewhere in this town, right, of animals. This this game takes place on an island. Everyone has their own little island, but other games have, have had your own little spaces, you know, amidst the countryside or another town or something. You uh, you you meet the the leader of the community. His name is Tom Nook, and Tom Nook gives you your own place, your own your own house. You start with a tent to live in. In this one, right? He goes, "Here's your tent, bud. By the way, here's your bill. You're cool. You can use it all. Just pay me back." So what you do is you learn how to live this, this island life uh, and then also earn money to pay back Tom Nook for the things that he has so benevolently <laughs> given to you to live on his uh, deserted island. So, what a nice uh, guy. Yeah. So essentially what you do is you pay off your first house, for example. Then I'll say, oh, there's an expansion to your house. You want that? Yeah, there you go. And then it's another you know, huge amount of money you have to kind of work on kind of chipping down. But in in amidst all of these, you know, just like new house, earn things, you know, sell it for money kind of kind of loop. There's other aspects of the game and the game teaches you about how to kind of fold all of them into one experience as you go about, you know, the main goal of like paying off your your debts, which sounds like not the escape from reality that you think it'd be. But yeah. it works out pretty well. <laughs> how similar this is this game to the Stardew Valley that you play? So great question. Um, there, <laughs> there's, asked, there's similar vibes. And uh, actually me and my friends have been talking about some things that work better in Stardew versus some things that, uh, was that, Stardew you know, made in like a vacuum of them not having a new animal crossing or, Oh God, no, no. Stardew <laughs> Valley is like a, like the bottom of a, of a funnel of like harvest moon, animal crossing, like all kinds it's of like, it's, it's like its own genre. They're, they're in the same, yeah. they're in the same genre though. Yeah, I mean, it's like a like life sim, farming sim kind of thing. Okay. Um, you don't farm, that, you know? as, right? Yeah, exactly. You don't farm as much in Animal Crossing as you do like uh, collect and maybe harvest and uh, fish and and stuff like that. Um, everyone's island or space, you know, whatever they start in, has a uh, has a native fruit that you can harvest to either sell for yourself or give to your to your friends. Um, so, like for example, my island has cherries and. Uh, if I didn't have any friends, I wouldn't uh, be able to get another kind of fruit as easily. There are mechanics to to get you know different kind of fruits and random stuff. But the benefit of playing socially with people is that once you've unlocked enough of the game to have access to like a like there's a seaplane, there's a little airport that takes you to where you want to go. You can go to any of your Switch friends' island as long as they have it open to visitors. And when you go there, you can collect fruit right off of their trees. Maybe they have peaches, or maybe they have oranges, or whatever. And then you can then take that home to your island and plant that, and that'll grow into a tree with that kind of fruit on Does it that, that you wouldn't ding have them that. economically. Yeah, they wouldn't be able to take that fruit because it's it's one you know. You should explain the other mechanic of the game for uh, per tree. The the time mechanic uh, trip. Yes, that's also a really good point. I'm glad you uh, reminded me of that. The game is tied to real time, Felix. Right now on my island, it's 9.08 p.m. 
which is the time it's of, raining. We're recording this. Yeah, podcast. and it's it's drizzling, which is the current. Oh, that's weather, pretty fast. Where I'm at right now. So it it it's local to your weather, local to your time. Uh, maybe a friend needs to find a special kind of fish that only appears during the rain. It's not raining in their part of the state or their part of the country. They can come to my island. It's and It's local raining. to your weather. Wow, how the fuck does it do that? Wi-Fi magic. Wi-Fi. Huh. The ma- magic Wi-Fi. <laughs> magic Wi-Fi. <laughs> magic. Which is Wi-Fi. also considered magic to people who don't know what wi-fi is it's true it's true yeah. um but yeah there's fish that you can find and collect and donate to a museum along with bugs and uh, fossils you can dig up um there's always been a collecting element to this game because you can of course you know fish these things and and sell them for money but then the first time you get them you can add them to like a collection in game this game adds like a fantastically beautifully designed museum like a literal museum for all of this stuff there's these fish these insects these fossils and you can wander through entire exhibits full of all these animals in their, their, their native habitats. And the first day that we had access to this, uh, me and a couple of friends literally just went through on a museum tour, just, just I together in the game, walking through a museum. And it was the most fun, wholesome, like gaming moment. Um, some of the frustrations with the game do come with the fact that because it is real time, you are literally time gated by like construction projects that take a day. For example, oh wow, right? Like Tom Nichols say, "Oh, cool, you did this thing. Now we're going to bring our friend, you know, to build the museum." For example, before you actually had it, he doesn't show up until the next day. So you, there's you can't give him anything to donate. You can't get in there. You got to wait a literal day. You can skip ahead with the switch's time. You can make the time the next day and have the thing happen. Oh Jesus! Right, cheating people. Yeah, yeah. That that was but, back in the GameCube days. People did that to like skip ahead, right? Yeah, I remember and you can still do that today. Um, so you just change really the internal thing. clock. You change the internal yeah. clock of your switch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a fan of doing that because it, while it's a little frustrating, it does kind of take away. I don't know some of the slow burn fun of the game. Oh, I you know? never. Some of the. Some, <laughs> oh, you would never do it. No, I would never do that. I would yeah, wait. Right. I would just. That's how I am with right. every because game I play. When you are up against like the wall of, wow, I'm done doing things for today. Um, there's tons of other things that you can do, which and the, the pool of that gets bigger as you play the game and have more things accessible to you. Day one, it was brutal. It's like, well, what the fuck do we do? We can just fish and catch bugs, bugs, I guess. There's literally nothing else to, to do. But like now, you know, I can visit islands. I can like try to collect other fruit. I can landscape. I can redirect my house. Like there's just, there's all these things that like expose themselves in layers over time that you kind of like rush through if you skip ahead because you just, you kind of bump into these things naturally and learn how they kind of apply to your, your game and your life. And then someone's end goal with the game, it's entirely personal. You know, like someone might want to collect all the interior decorating shit and upgrade their house and just like have an amazing interior space. Some person may want to like, you know, grow entire orchards full of every different kind of fruit from, from collecting all their friends' fruits, you know, like some may want to make a big whole beach outside area with bamboo trees. And like, you can construct furniture and do all of this. Uh, or someone may just want to collect all the bugs and fish, like whatever your end goal is, the game is really just vibe it out. Like Tom Nook says to you, Tom Nook, the master of your debts says to you, we, you can ask him repeatedly, what do I do now? What do I do now? And every time, you know, there's nothing to do, he'll go, I don't know. Live your best life. And that's kind of the best way to wrap it all up in like a package. Tom Nook just drinking that pina colada, wearing the wearing the island lay. He's just doing his thing, man. He's, he certainly is living his best life, dude. We're paying him so much fucking money for all of our homes and shit. So that so, man's making out. So Tom Nook is is basically a 
a far a, like a a foreign landlord kind of kind of slash mayor slash community leader uh he's a, he's, he's a real estate king real estate slash angel investor slash loan shark slash bookie just all these things <laughs> into one. he doesn't break your legs he doesn't there's no time limit to paying off your debts but <laughs> no violence you can't, no violence you can't do anything game. else until you're paid off right exactly so I don't know. I've I've seen on Twitter that people are, have can been constantly posting about this game. Like that's like literally all, like even more than Doom. Like we're gonna get to this soon, but like people have been talking about this game. It's, there is a special tool. Have you played with this tool yet? Where you can import your own images. There's a design tool in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've only dabbled with it very very lightly, but the amount of creativity that's come out of this thing mind-blowing mind-blowing felix they give you like a pixel grid to draw on yeah and they take the design of the pixel grid they'll like blur the edges make it look you know like match the in-game art style you can literally design your own shirts hats clothing pictures floor uh material he'll make their own cobblestone paths you can design the visual look of these things in the game and then put them in the game for yourself wow yeah i'm looking at like it. streamers are making their own logos or you know fans are making logos for them uh i saw someone last night on twitter i was scrolling through you know those shirts you can buy on like the wildwood boardwalk that have like the airbrushed like super hot bodies and you just wear a long white t-shirt and it looks like you're just like this cartoon like super fit person yeah, yeah. someone made that into a dress in the game so there's running around with this like wildwood boardwalk bikini airbrushed babe kind of vibe that's cool uh someone uh Oh, someone also put like big art pictures on their wall by like taking a, a larger image and splitting it up into a three by three grid using the stream deck tool that helps you put your own icons on your buttons. Wow. So they use that to plan out what the grids would be. Then they turn those into the pixel art and then imported them into the game and have this whole like, like nine panel art piece on their wall. That's it's like, it's, it's so cool. It's the coolest thing. I mean, I've well, seen some pretty cool stuff. I, I guess yeah. I'm not understanding one. Uh, so I'm seeing here in a video, it's showing like 500 different, they're called QR code designs. The QR code is a way you can share your design really easily oh, with people because is? there's integration with uh, Nintendo's app as well. So for the minute the Switch. you make something, you then share it oh. and it becomes a QR code that people can scan. Right. You don't have to copy someone's pixel map. You can just yeah, like, actually, share a QR code. I, I pulled up how, how to do it as well. And yeah, it looks like that's how people are getting their own designs into the game. Yeah. Uh, and the Nintendo app integration with this is actually incredible. There's the Nintendo Switch Online app, right? And inside of Animal Crossing, you can do direct voice chatting with your best friends in the game through the app. And you can also go in there and you have um, a little Nook phone in the game, Felix. They give you a, uh, it gives you a phone to use as like your, your main menu kind of thing. And there's little apps to download to your phone, but I can, I can have some of those apps in real life right here on my phone. And I can actually like send people messages through this app into the game, which is great for me because when I'm streaming, I don't have access to the touch keyboard. So it's easier to type on my phone instead of using the in game, you know, like you have to hit a shoulder button and use your like joy con to like navigate to the letters. I can just type on my phone and they can see that in the, in the game immediately. Wow. Hmm. The real world integration is is kind of nuts. That's pretty cool. I saw that uh, in this video I was watching that they made all of the DC Comics costumes. Oh yeah, dude! Think of anything you at this point. Someone, too, right? yeah, yeah, like Batman, yeah, Flash, yeah, exactly. 
Green Arrow, Robin. Now I'm, I'm literally on the download page right now, dude. I know you're, you're you've been itching like, for a couple like of days already. Covering, I know. Now, it's, it's I am. Really I'm, I'm going to be fair. There are a couple things that uh, that kind of blow with how the game works, especially when you decide to get social. Late on um, when people are visiting your island, there are certain things you can't do. You can't uh, rearrange your furniture. You can't donate to the museum when they're on my island. Yeah, exactly. Is that true? Uh, and there are even actually, it might even be when your gates are open. So you we have to go to your airport and, and say, "Open my gates to allow visitors." And at that point, anyone on your friends list can hop in, right? But you have to turn that on. If you turn that feature on, essentially, you open your island's gates. You that puts you in like I guess whatever their multiplayer mode looks like, and there are certain actions that are locked down. So you can't you can't construct things. You can't. Um, progress your story so like if you have to talk to tom nook for example to be like cool i did the thing you wanted now what's next like can i get my house upgrade can i do whatever he's like there are people here we'll do it later uh so that it gets a little frustrating because you can't really like uh fully play your game if there are people there you can still fish you can still catch bugs uh you can still sell things and buy things but you can't you know again donate is there some kind of like do you think there's some kind of like uh, limitation there because they're trying to stop people from some kind of fraud. I I don't know what that would be because I've, I've tried to think about like why why would these things be restricted and limited? Um, there are already like exploits and bugs for for making money and doing a whole bunch of things. Um, I'm not going to outline them here, but you can absolutely like kind of cheat in this game very easily without even needing online access or friends on your island. It just it's literally you know. It's slightly annoying because uh, there are a lot of people that could be on on my island or my friend's islands at the same time. Maybe I want to throw another chair down or like another thing for someone to sit on and have a, a fun little moment where we're all kind of you know chilling together around like a fire or whatever. I can't edit things. I can't make those changes. It while just kind of like on locks island. your island as it's as it's exists while people yeah. are there, like to preserve it almost. That's now, so if you weird. are uh, if you are best friends with someone, you can uh, you can tag a friend, a best friend in your Nook phone app. If they're best friends, they can do things like dig on your island and like drop things on your island, hmm. which is like a step up. But beyond that, you're still kind of like like limited, you know. Oh my god, that's um, cool. And that is still the cool. Visit, you know. There was kind of an issue was uh, if there are like disconnections. Um, there are there are definitely minimal points the game saves while you're in this multiplayer mode. So at one point, me and some friends were on an island, and the person's island host, uh, no, actually they're on my island, uh, but they must have disconnected, and it kicked us all kind of back out to our own islands. And none of the stuff that we fished, collected, whatever, was on uh, was on us when we got like kicked back to our island, essentially. So like the autosave also gets kind of weird or on a different level. It's weird. all kind of unclear. It and sounds I don't. par for the course for how Nintendo's online infrastructure seems to function all the time. Like, like pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Like one cool idea, and then like this is garbage. Why do you do this? Well, like even like playing Smash Bros, <laughs> which which I do all the time. Like like those game, like there's always constant issues and lag, mm. and like I can't I can't match make with a friend on their Switch if I want to play against random enemy like random people online. I just can't do it. Yeah. Um, I can only create battle rooms and then invite friends via a code or something like really antiquated, antiquated like that. Antiquated. antiquated. Yeah. Thank you. 
Thank you. Um, but that just seems par for the course for how Nintendo treats their own online infrastructure. Also, yeah, exactly. when they had their big like 20 minute direct for this, uh, like, uh, I guess I want to say like three weeks ago before the mm-hmm. game came out, they talked about how the cloud save would work, which was a feature of their online multiplayer. And that was um, you would only be able to cloud save like once or with one file. And that was it because they, they either a don't want you to cheat, which you so you you know you can't like reload saves if something happens, or right. that's their infrastructure set up for this game specifically. It's just fascinating to me uh, that that's how that goes with Nintendo. Yeah. But either way, it's pretty cool, and I think I might just do it. I literally, yeah, I mean, my, I looked at my buddy list, dude. Thirteen people are playing this game right now. Oh yeah. Everybody online is playing it, and I'm like, uh, I'm definitely not playing right now with the screen set up below my monitor. I don't definitely believe you. I don't believe I you. See you uh, I don't believe you. <laughs> and people are just like, my my gates are open. They're coming and going while I'm while I'm here. Oh, I'm you, you, you joined the show things. and then just left yourself open to the world. Yeah. Well, because I, I, there was one friend that hadn't gotten a chance to visit, and I was like, I told her I was like, I'm going to be live, but like you know, the gates will be open, come through. Um, and like now, like three different people have already just been in and out, chilling, and it's been just, it's dope, it's cool, it's fun. It's it does sound fun. Um, I guess I should should we transition into the news and yeah, the Animal sure. Crossing news? I think so. It's about uh, oh, how are we look? Are we looking time wise? Give me give me a show. Show me yeah, a yeah. I think we're about it at an hour. We are at one fifteen. Oh my god! Cool. Well, Cor- we're on Corona time, dude. We're doing it, man. I mean, <laughs> what are people else going to listen to? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I agree. So, Animal Animal Crossing's New Horizons sold a whopping one point eight eight million copies Holy in three days shit. in Japan alone. So that's just Japan, Yeesh. and apparently, it is one of the top selling um, Switch games currently. It it has it has gotten past like Mario. Uh, here I'm gonna let me let me do Game Biz. I should have brought this up earlier. Game Biz. Okay, it is. Yeah, it broke Pokemon's record That's for sure. Crazy. Um, not only that, I'll bring up Doom as well. Doom is has already outsold 2016 as well. Doom Eternal. Eternal is Doom on Eternal. Switch or no, no, it's coming to Switch later. Uh, not yet, but they both came out this past weekend and they have both surpassed their sales. And I think. This is obviously a side effect of everyone being quarantined, right? right. Or like people not going out. Um, yeah, I mean they're going to need things to do. <laughs> absolutely, and oh my god, I am I am about to do this as well. I think I think I'm literally about to buy the game. Uh, You're buy the game live on the show. I think we've yeah. all had moments where we've bought games live on the show. Hey, that's a that'd Felix. Be, that'd be thing. fun to like. That's a Felix move indeed. That's a Felix thing. But I feel yeah. like I've done it too. No, I did. I did. Uh, there was one. Oh God, so long ago. But it'd be fun to like find these clips and like put them into some kind of massive collection. <laughs> but it'd be so hard to root through. But I think there was a show where Snacks the Cat was on talking about Neo, and I bought Neo on Amazon I think you did. I as he was that. describing, yeah. as he was talking about it. Like Neo, like now. the Souls like game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He I'm literally not, sold me. I'm not even sure if I remember. Never played it. <laughs> I'm not even sure if I remember how many times I did that. Like, uh, yeah. you've done it. I know you did it for like Death Stranding. You did it for uh, yeah, and I played that. You so did, yeah, you did. Good. You did. Oh, we didn't even get to talk about Death Stranding because you've been playing that as well. Uh, I did it. Yeah, I did it last week a little bit uh, before Animal Crossing came out. My God, I enjoyed. I enjoyed watching you play that for sure. Um, that game's fucked, dude. I have no idea what's going on. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait till you get there, buddy. I can't wait. There was so. Um, I mean, it was it was like the story 
section, like story finally happened where I'm at, which is why I watched like half the time. So I was just watching movies. Maybe I'll continue got to Hartman's lab. I, uh, what's her name? Uh, mama's character. We learned about more of her backstory and mm-hmm. other connections and things like that. And it's a wild dude. I need we, to uh, play other so, things until wastelanders come, comes out. So. I, I don't want to spoil death stranding because uh, a lot of people haven't played it yet. And it's yeah. coming out on PC. People are waiting for that experience. Uh, but I do want to say that one of the things that I saw that I got to the moment in the game was the first moment we ever saw of death stranding, which was that, that yep. segment with Guillermo del Toro with the baby and there's like a, a weird World War One scene going on, and then there's like these skeleton soldiers walking around, and Mads Mikkelsen comes walking out of the 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 tar tunnel with the baby doll, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, dude, like, wow, okay, cool. Um, but to me, I'm like, this is a trailer. This yep. is a trailer. In but the, no, in all the that shit, the game. Yeah. all that shit is diegetic. That shit is all happening for real in the game, and it's like a whole and segment in, of the game too. Yeah, like yeah. a whole section. And I'm and like it makes sense to me, and it doesn't all at the same time. And I'm just like, dude, fucking wow! Like literally, that wasn't they didn't make that up to sell the game or like to start painting the picture of the concept. They just they chopped it out. It wasn't even changed when I got there. Like that was complete. Mm-hmm. That section was done years ago. Oh, and there's a lot more too that you're about to see because there's because oh, you're, you're going to see man. all of the footage in context. I guess you could say, quote context. You're right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which is going to be really interesting if you ever if you get back to it if you yeah. get off the island. Did you complete Hartman's that full lab scene game? Was was also trippy as shit, dude. No say what? Wild. Did you complete that full game, Neil? Death, Death Stranding. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I rolled credits on that bad boy, and then I rolled credits a second time because that's how Kojima games work. <laughs> right. You'll you'll you'd understand. You'll understand when you get there. I know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, going along more numbers, I'm gonna I'm just gonna list off some. I'm back on the news. Sure, John. go for it. Um, Half Life Alex on launch day re- reached forty three thousand concurrent users. Sheesh. For, for, for a VR game, that's yeah. that's what you got to keep in mind because that hardware. I know that doesn't sell that much. Higher point of entry, I guess you could say, because it's the um, hardware and the game and the rig to run it. Correct, exactly. Um, and I was one of those people because I was playing it on Monday. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's quite fascinating how everyone has so much more time to play games uh and it's just it's just making that these companies must be at a point where like wow this could not have happened like okay i'm not gonna say it like that this yeah, is very like good. that because they're all going cha-ching cha-ching cha-ching. yeah this is very good for our for our our numbers i guess you could say um i just think i think it's absolutely fascinating that that these have these games have been causing people to play more games especially animal crossing being the game that it is and it's like fascinating that it's also increasing switch sales because apparently switch sales have increased as well um, i have notes of saying that the if you can't get a switch because uh, they're sold out in a lot of places they're going for like like over 400 dollars on ebay yeah so uh wow I saw wow. they were like high on um, Amazon. I was like, oh, also take care that. of your switches because all of uh, North America's repair centers are shut down. It's a good point. So be but very you know careful. Who, you know who them. wasn't shut down until about a day ago? Oh, I know. I remember GameStop. Our good old fucky friends. Was that GameStop a segue? Day. Was that a segue? Was, a, was that a good segue? It's a great segue. Pretty good. Thick segue. So this is after. Last week, GameStop refused to shut down their stores in wake of all other retail services shutting down um, because they felt like they were essential services. 
This is something that they God. said. Um, in the article that I provided for us, in the, uh, the uh, Kotaku article that I have here, they have a letter that actually details what they want. This is, what they, this is a letter that they sent to all associates. And um, they talked about how they're switching to a delivery at the door system so people can pick up their games at the door instead of coming inside. Um, which is not better because you're still making your employees come into your store. By and you're making people leave their homes. Leave their homes, yeah. Um, apparently, they asked uh, employees to be responsible for talking to the police if they showed up and asking them why they stayed open. Like, shit like that. Like, GameStop it, can't fail fast enough. They really, they really personal can't. Opinion. They're, they're basically... Um, they're that dude who's like... Uh, playing an artist's music live and they're just waiting for the cease and desist letter letter <laughs> pretty much yeah that's you know, one way to put it you're not if, supposed to uh, be playing if, the michael jackson live like that man yeah but if it it's also like if listening to that song you know gave you a viral infection that has no cure right now right 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 right, right. right, right. they're also doing that i mean so, i mean michael jackson michael maybe jackson did, did, did give people dance fever i mean <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> oh god i'm touching my face don't touch your face wash your hands oh shit oh my god um yeah so one thing i wanted to add to this story which was fully disturbing they they made sure to stay open for the release of doom and animal crossing and in fact they, they, they actually split the, the release because they were both supposed to be on friday but doom they ended up pushing to thursday and then friday was animal crossing so Hey man, they managed to get to stay open for that reason alone. Um, but even if I was going to buy these games on launch day, I would not go to a GameStop. I would not no. give them the satisfaction of that business. They're, they're, I mean, they're scared because there's a good chance that based on trends this year, uh, they would have been out of business alone. Yep. Let alone their, a stock, their stock is taking a nosedive and, and was before this, this whole pandemic. So it's just, I mean, it's, it would a thousand percent have been the nail in the coffin and still could be, but they're, they're hanging on to hope as, well, as best they can, including like literally violating multiple different state orders, depending on where these shops are physically located. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And it's, it's just, it's, like, it's, it's, it's shitty because they're putting um, like a lot of people that make decisions in the con- in the country doing right now, putting profits and, and economic decisions over the life, the lives and health of people. And that's just, it's, it's fucked up, honestly, and they should all be held accountable. But uh, especially with a company that has such a bad track record already of caring for their employees, um, you know, providing you know fair business to customers and and just anyone that that they consider part of their you know their market. It's just it's it's bad look after bad look, and I can't believe they're still they're still alive as a company. It just it's nuts to me, dude. Depending on how long this whole pandemic goes on for, we could very well see GameStops just fizzle out in existence. And it's a shame, too, because Reggie fils of formerly of Nintendo of America, uh, it took a seat on the board. He's on the board. Uh, on the like board a now. month ago. Yeah. yeah. It's not a shame. He'll be fine. And it's not no, his, his ship to save. You know? No, definitely not. But I feel like he's, from what I know of him in his Nintendo days, like he's a very positive guy. And oh, I would yeah, love, I would love to see him write the ship, but I really doubt that we're going to, I don't want to see him write that ship. I want him to see, I want him to hear him say, well, whoops, I was bored I, in retirement. I yeah. made the wrong decision. I'm getting the fuck out of here and I'll let them sink. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very, you can very well see that. Yeah. 
but so that's that's where we're at games wise and i needed to point that out because i used to work at gamestop and i can wholly tell you that they fucking don't give a shit about you as an employee dude exactly i don't want to i i obviously we knew that i didn't want to call that out if you weren't oh, no, i've talked about uh, i've talked about it again working there um, yeah and it's all it's always you know it should always be your call in situations like that oh yeah know. yeah like and you know you just you know firsthand i would how so they work, treat people i'll give you a little glimpse of my time working there i would work past clock out point to do to set up uh store refreshes for like displays and stuff Sure. And because we had to get it done, but corporate wouldn't give our store the hours to do it. And there are multiple times where you would just be alone in the store because we just didn't have the hours to spare for that. So like, so there were times where I wouldn't be able to finish store refreshes and marketing because I'm alone in the store with a busy store. I would tell the district manager when he would visit and he's like, Oh, don't tell me that, but you just got to get it done. But don't tell me that. Cause I'm, I can't know that you've been working off the clock. Like I'm, because I was a manager of one of the stores. Like, yeah, it was, it was, it was bullshit. <laughs> it was absolutely. Don't was tell insane. me that. Yeah, he was don't like, don't tell, tell me that. that but, but I, I won't fix this. your shitty situation. But also, don't tell me that because I can't know. Because I can't know that you're working off the clock. That's like against policy, right? What? Like that's like it's madness. It's madness. It's yeah, that's insane. like that's a, that's a weird uh, catch twenty two. They want you to get it done, but at the same time, they don't want you to be there. To get they it don't done. give you the resources to right, get it done. Right. Right. So, and not only that, speaking of the, the, this COVID situation with GameStop, they weren't able to provide stores with the cleaning supplies to clean their store. Yeah, I heard that. And I don't know if you know GameStops. Those are germ infested nightmares because people are touching boxes. They're touching everything. Any retail displays. Yeah. It's going to be fucking gross. It's a nightmare. So close down, close down GameStop for now. Save for, for, and also forever. Close it forever, forever. Anyway, what other news we got here? I don't have a good. Uh... Oh yeah, Doom. Doom had a great sales, had the best opening sales weekend ever. Yeah, I, I, we talked about that. Uh, Half Life Alex is going to open doors for more Half Life. I think that's it. I think that's the news, guys. That's how, all I got. This how week. do you guys get numbers for concurrent viewer or uh, players of of games? Where do you guys oh, normally yes, go? What's what's the um, uh, where, game? GamesIndustry.bizzle report on it, but Steam actually has metrics that you can look up. You can look up Steam. Uh, is it there? Is it like their API? Because it's a third-party website that people use for Steam. I, I think it's a third-party one. Yeah, yeah. SteamTracker.com yeah, or something like, like that. I randomly, uh, I randomly typed in like uh, Fallout seventy-six concurrent players player count, Here, and I got this thing called PlayerCounter.com. I don't know what if this website is fucking. It's got a lot of ads. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go to store.steampower.com slash stats, but that's only gonna, actually sh- that's only going to talk. Is that going to talk about consoles? It's just steam. Yeah, this is just steam. for steam. Um, they show you concurrent numbers and how it peaks and what games are being played by, by the day total and current players uh, total. Got it. So like right now, currently the most played game on steam is counter-strike global offensive, then Dota, then rainbow six siege. And then it goes down. What, what does it say for Fallout 76 PC? I'm just curious. Not even on Steam. Not even. Not, even, not even on Zero it. Zero players. And I can. Yeah, here, I'm gonna. Here. It's got to be zero. Is if you're not seeing, it's got to be zero, right? So Fallout 4 is at 1500. Got no, it. New Vegas is at 5000. 
So 76 is it's not even on Steam. I don't even think it's on Steam. And they're like, why are we tracking this? Oh, it's not a game that you can get through Steam. You got to use their own launcher. Their launcher. Yeah, yeah. Is that another so reason why a lot of companies use their own launcher so that people can't see the concurrent numbers? They well, for sure. That's uh, that's I definitely mean, a reason of that. We've never talked they about that. Their own metrics. I don't think. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was it was it was going on during like all the epic launcher debacle because they were trying to wean people into their market right they they use their launcher as their own storefront by uh-huh. buying exclusivity for these games on their store like control and 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 borderlands 3 had like a six month exclusivity period mm-hmm. they do that they control the metrics they they have those data for the developers and they can provide and does that epic for the not provide right? it to the player base no they provide whatever they want to tell us Xbox yeah, it's, it's really up to the. It's up so to the. Steam is cooler because them. they tell the players how many people are currently playing a game. Valve's just got a different mindset. They have a different company mindset, right? right yeah. so for example, I'll give you another example. Uh, PlayStation every month they do release their numbers of games sold. Uh, they give their numbers of consoles sold, but Xbox hasn't done that since 2013. <laughs> Probably because their numbers aren't lining up with Sony's, and they don't want to look bad, mm-hmm. like they're selling less, like exactly. hardware, right? So we don't we don't specifically know the exact amount of numbers of Xboxes, which is fascinating. But we know it's fucking lower. We can assume. We can assume that's all lower. we can do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but more or less, that's that's where we're all, all we're at right now, guys. So yeah, we're gonna be playing video games and stuff for the next foreseeable future, huh? Yes, we are. N- not leaving. Get ready. Yeah, I mean, I can only branch out until uh, the Wastelanders content comes out, which is on the seventh of April. So that's come that's right around the corner. So for the net, but I will not play fallout until it comes out. I would save, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try and burn out on it until then. You know what I mean? I would try and like hold your hold until the expansion comes out. Unless you got shit to do in the game. I'm not going to stop you. I'm just saying that's what I were saying. Hold off. That's what you're saying. Hold off. Yeah. 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 I'm agreeing with you. Like I'm burned out. I can't play the game. I won't fucking touch it. I'm going to play animal crossing right now. I'm going to play state of decay. (laughs) He's doing it. I'm going to play state of decay. I'm going to play breath of the wild still. And I probably should look at something else. I don't know. Some other game. Not Breath of Wild's a good choice. That's yeah, a, that's a yeah, good, yeah. I, good game to play right now. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get the Fallout 76 people in to watch it because they want to watch the Fallout grind. Most of the people sure. who, who have come in like like my stream because I'm free. I freely play with people. You know what I mean? Like People come in and they go, hey, can I play with you? And then they join me, give me weapons, or we trade resources or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you won't be able to get everyone in for every stream. No, Still no, playing, but like oh, yeah. the concept of me being interactive, that intense interaction that people do brings people in. So like, I hope, yeah, hope they come to sure. watch me just play a game. We'll find out. So uh, funny enough, that happens to me when I stream Monster Hunter. I right. get people who come in who want to watch Monster Hunter and then go, hey man, can I join you? PS4? Mm-hmm. People really get off on right, a, exactly. a couple of concepts. One joining you and playing with you while you're live Mm -hmm. and so people can hear them and see them or whatever. And then also providing you resources so they can look magnanimous to your public, which is a really, really cool concept because it benefits me in the game. You know what I mean? It it was so weird. We were playing. Oh, I was with Neo in state of decay two. Remember Neo? That guy yep. came in, uh, Disrupt. His name was Disrupt. Oh, he was just a random guy. Yeah, his, he name, totally was, his name was Disrupt, but he didn't disrupt shit. He came in and just gave us all these resources. Shit. Like, he was just like, yeah, man. Uh, and then he goes, and then he goes, uh, I got to get off now. You think that's enough to get you up and running? I was like, 
Uh, yeah. Bro. Bro, you <laughs> like, totally uh, hooked it up. He, he, yeah. he, he it gave up. us guns that won't break down. He like, I think they were illegal, like, legally modded. <laughs> and I go, am I going to get banned? And he goes, don't worry, you won't get banned. <laughs> Stuff did not say the word no. This stuff is don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't ask where I got these. Don't ask that question. Don't ask that question. Just enjoy it while last. They fell off a truck. They fell off a truck. Don't ask. Just fell off a truck. Fell off a truck. Oh man. Well, guys. Anyway, I mean, beautiful show. It's been great. Great show. It's gonna be this kind of vibe. Just chilling. You know, talking about what's going on, keeping people updated, talking about probably ourselves, I think, more than maybe like the news things, because I mean, yeah. what's going to get us through this is like, you know, connecting and, and reaching out. I don't know about you guys, but I've spent a lot of time with a lot of different people, like FaceTiming, Skyping, Discording, Zooming, whatever people Me are comfortable too. with app wise and like just hanging out, dad you know, to download drinking, Discord. doing whatever, you know, chilling, gaming. Yeah, I, I got my dad to download Discord. I was like, dad, we could make a family why discord server that's just mm-hmm. us and we can all t- chat and talk and video call personal social network i did networks. my first uh, facetime group call that is weird did you ever do a oh, facetime yeah. group call never mm-hmm. a group call just a one-on-one yeah the, when you start talking the the your square to other people starts to get bigger and balloon in the <laughs> screen and then when you mm-hmm. stop talking you get smaller and someone else who's talking gets bigger like it's really cool that's so it. that's in Apple fashion, huh? Yeah, yeah. They, mm-hmm. they, do, that, they do that design very beautifully. Yeah, it was really cool. Anyway, guys, you ready to sign out of this? Yeah. Let's do it. Get back to our lives in isolation? Yes, definitely. Yes. yes. All right, I've been Neo Ayoshi. You can find me at Twitter at Neo underscore Ayoshi. Twitched at twitch.tv slash Neo Ayoshi. You can find me playing Monster Hunter and Half-Life Alex, and which I streamed very successfully, by the way. I think it worked out. I used your lav mic, Felix. Thank you very much. No problem. Worked out, worked out pretty well. I think it, I think it did. Um, and I'll be playing any other new releases I feel like playing because I got Doom and I got all this other stuff. So cool, guys. Just catch me there. Nice. Uh, I am Trip Zero. You guys can find me on Mixer.com slash Trip Zero TV. Uh, all of my socials are also Trip Zero TV. So I'm very, very easy to find. Um, I stream Mondays through Fridays, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And we've been doing Animal Crossing. Probably still going to do Animal Crossing, but we're definitely going to like flex out to other games. Um, I played a lot of Destiny over the years, and I still love Destiny. But it's in a space right now where uh, we don't need to be there every day. And so we're going to have fun kind of bopping around and, and seeing what else is out there, playing some, uh, some other cool experiences. So uh, follow me and follow the socials and just see what's going on. It's going to be a, a fun adventure in 2020. Yeah, and I'm uh, Felix Hergood. That's my how you spell my name. And uh, you will uh, catch me on Twitch and Mixer. Uh, I primarily play Fallout 76, but I'm also playing State of Decay 2 now. And I'm probably going to branch out until at least the 7th of April into a bunch of different assorted games. I don't know what I'm going to be playing. But I have a lot of free time off, and generally when I stream, it's from early in the morning to you know eight-ish in the morning to the afternoon. So please, uh, jo- Eastern, e- Eastern. So join me if you can. So thank you for joining us. We'll see you. Yeah, next we'll week. see you guys next week. Later. You guys are you guys are did, um, what was it Majora's Mask on sixty four. I play. I, that was one of my favorite games. Yeah. Uh, you'd remember, of course, then when you change your masks into a different. I know, Felix. It's okay. So that's why I'm gonna I'm gonna spell it out. Um, what year did it you come your, out? Nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, seven? I think it was eight. Yeah.
That was. No. It was a year or two after. That was that was yeah. that was the wild the wild west. That was the year the I got series. laid for the first time. So, oh, congratulations. I had other things on my mind. <laughs> Ninety eight. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such. A, sorry, S. Rebs, I'm fucking dickhead. I love it. Okay. It's great. It's great. <laughs>